Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week, I'm talking to Anro Asheron from Hot Dog Hustling out of Canada. He is a hot dog vendor, and I've known him for a number of years. Today, we're going to be talking about how Anro built his reputation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, my name is Anaro Asheron. I'm the owner-operator of Hot Dog Hustling Incorporated here in Victoria, B.C., Edmonton, Alberta, and Vancouver, B.C. So you have how many different locations? Uh, right now, I'm controlling five different locations. That's just- One in a different province and then two, uh, and a few in, in the same province. That's amazing. So let's let's go all the way back to the very beginning when you only had the first location. Because I've known you since yes. the time that you had the first one. So start with that and That's tell me how you true. went from one, two, to five. So I started in North Vancouver um, in 2015 of March. And uh, I actually made a mistake in buying a brand new um, hot dog stand from Wooly Dogs. So that brand new hot dog stand pushed me back about $12,000. Wow. And uh, yeah, I actually regret it until this day because I could have gone a different direction by going used that was already inspected. Yeah, so that was a learning curve for me and my family because it was a family business back then. And, uh, yeah, ever since then, I started buying uh, used carts. And I found that the used carts were were just a little bit off to becoming um, re-inspected by the Island Health or the Health Authority in my jurisdiction. So I just fixed them up and then, yeah, and, uh, and kept going and kept buying used and kept upgrading them. And it was actually cheaper that way. I was just going to say, before we go too much farther, tell everybody uh, your social media links and if you have a website so they can kind of uh, follow you as well. Yeah, so right now I'm actually working on a site called uh, hotdoghustlin.com and hotdoghustlin.ca. So I've gotten both of those uh, sites booked for our company because we're going to need it because we're going to be doing online ordering through our website now. Also, you can find me on Facebook via Hot Dog Hustlin and Instagram at Hot Dog Hustlin without a G at the end. That's about it for social media presence. All I do is uh, update it every, on a daily basis on what I do and how I process all my foods. So it, it helps uh, create a following with that consistency. Exactly. Consistency helps a lot. Oh, absolutely. It's the best way. Like I, I've actually lost focus in my own group just to make sure that uh, all my guests and and clients know where to find me. 
Yeah, that's, again, very, very important. Because I can remember when you first started, I was amazed at how consistent you were at posting just to get people to to uh, come out to your hot dog stand. So Absolutely. So kind of run me through a typical day for you as far as posting goes. What's the content? You know, are you doing lives? Are you doing just photographs, text? What I do is actually record it first. I don't do live at all whatsoever because live tends to go away in a few hours or a couple days. Okay. So what I do is I, um, I record it first and then I'll post it on my personal page. That way all my followers on my personal page will know that of what I'm up to. And then I'll send it off to, um, different market groups, like local market groups, as well as, uh, my business page. So I, I would actually post it in, um, you know, the local areas of where my business would be like in Edmonton, I would post it in Edmonton, uh, local marketplace, I would post my setups, uh, and, and location and as well as my schedules on uh, just different groups of hospitality groups, really announcing what we can provide and how we, we have our catering available, what's available. And whenever they can hire us, they, it's easy to get a hold of us. Do you think that that's what really led to you being able to grow as many spots as you have now is, is the uh, the marketing that you did? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I can uh, use those as reference to all the locations that I attend now. So when they ask for references, I just send them links to, uh, to the locations and the uh, positions that I'm in now. I've also secured a lot of uh, exclusiveness to these locations because once I know that those spots are are golden spots, right. I will uh, spread my parts all over them. So you, so you kind of create a little monopoly in an area. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it's sort of a monopoly, but it's it's the um, the property management are the ones that that don't allow any other vendors to come in as soon as uh, of the same vendors to come into the area. So with that with that being available to me, I am actually allowed to. Uh, bring several carts to a certain location because of that uh, stipulation. Actually, that's pretty smart. So that's impressive. Thank you. Since we're talking about multiple carts, and I know a lot of people, uh, especially in the States, are having trouble hiring. How are you keeping all those different carts staffed? So what I'm doing is I'm not staffing them. I'm actually subcontracting them to other businesses. So I'm using these other business uh, owners to uh, establish a different business for themselves because their businesses have failed. These are restaurateurs that have failed in a brick and mortar uh, setting. Uh, so I've, I've reached out to the ones that are closing up and, and offer them a subcontracting agreement and they all agree to it. So they get 60% of the uh, net income and I get 40% towards the business growth and the insurance of the location, the products and the expenses that we have for that location, certain location, like upgrades to the cart, maintenance, um, the commissary is covered by me. So all these guys are able to operate through one commissary and it's all through me. And that's our business model. From the standpoint of the person that I guess they're leasing from you, is, is that how you determine it? Um, pretty much. Yeah, I guess it's leasing from me, but it's more of a subcontract because I didn't want to do a 50-50 partnership with them. I just wanted to do it because uh, that, that gets a little messy when I involve them into my business. So what I did is 
I, I hired their business under my umbrella to be in those spots and positions because those spots are specifically just for Hot Dog Hustling Incorporated. So the, the folks that are doing this, are they happy with the agreement and making good money, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Because we've already built up quite the reputation and we're consistent with our social media presence as well as our uh, shout outs, our links. And um, yeah, just the consistency, honestly, just brings in a lot of people. And, and the spots that we have are high tourist walk-bys. Okay. So it's, it's definitely a money maker. So that percent they're paying you is also helping to pay for the marketing and, and the time that you put into marketing the business. Is that right? Uh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So that's not a bad deal at all. Yeah, it's already established. They, they get a cart. So each of the the partners that we get, the subcontractors, they get each a cart that is uh, named under Hot Dog Hustlin' and it's owned by Hot Dog Hustlin'. So it's already operational. So all they need to do is give me a $5,000 commitment investment just to get the operations going for that location. And after the first month, if they still want to do the business or not, they can they can either leave or they can stay. And when they do stay, that's when the sixty forty happens. Okay. So for the first month, it's only five grand. Yeah. Do you teach them how to do you know, your specific menu and and give them a little bit of training? Oh, absolutely. So I'll sit with them uh, however long it takes. Like I'll give them a month most of my time to train them properly and have all of the. Um, POS system set up, how to set up quickly, how to take down. I remember one of the discussions we had a, a long time ago about the tents that you guys use. Are all these coming with tents as well? Yes, they all come with the whole, the whole entire equipment that you guys see with us. Mm -hmm. uh, that comes with the equipment that they get to loan for five grand. So it's already operational. And that's definitely not a, a bad deal at all. You said, Yeah, no, exactly. You said a lot of people that you're approaching have been, you know, closed restaurants and that type of thing. Is that the only kind of people that are doing this with you as subcontractors or is it just any walk of life? Yeah, pretty much um, people that also want to experience street vending um, will get into it. Again, they have to go through the process of getting their food safe for sure, guaranteed uh, certificate. And then, yeah, they'll be able to lease my cart for, for a certain location. I've also made a uh, closing deal with Staples Canada. So I'm actually able to open all throughout Canada, anywhere in Canada, just as long as it's in Staples um, parking lot location. Well, that's amazing. And what you're describing all started from a single hot dog cart. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It did. And really not all that long ago either. No, it was about uh, seven years ago. Yeah, exactly. Seven years ago. Yeah, if I didn't have a falling out uh, two years ago, I think we would have been all over Canada already by this year due to COVID, of course. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about Anro's attitude when he goes to work. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you find all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We've got a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you and your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.